But like in in the taxi ride back, I, <laughs> I literally took my fucking flannel and wrapped it around my neck. <laughs> He tied it to the ocean handle and just was like. Yeah, yeah, this is a good story. It's a pretty funny story. <laughs> I, uh, dude, I have tried so many half-hearted ways to kill myself. Yeah, like, like not really trying. Like, yeah. You know. Like put like a, even a, I remember in third grade, I had a girl named Tiffany Burnett who broke up with me. I remember her. And she was the love of my life in third grade. And then I had a butter knife and I remember holding it to my stomach and just pressing his heart. <laughs> it's funny, but it's sad. Ah! Yeah, I was like, it's all over. She fucking hates me. Did, wait, did you do it in front of her? No, 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 no. Oh, God, that would have been bad. No, this would have, that would have been really dark. It was just in my room. A Merry Grimmas, Pierce. Happy Grimby, baby. Merry Grimbus, Santa. Merry Grimby and Danzig. This is going to be a very special and sexy Grimace Christmas Halloween special. Happy Halloween, Grimace Ooh. Santa. We got a lot of... Ooh, that was his butt. Mm-hmm. You butt burp. We got a lot of... BB. Guys, on tonight's, <laughs> tonight's episode, we've got a lot of fun... Christmas-themed uh, Grimbus activity. Yeah, Grim Tales. Tales from the Grim Crypt. Grim Tales. Grimace Adventures with Jesus Christ. Grimace and Judas. Which one did it? <laughs> both. The answer's both. It was fucking collusion. Yeah. It, uh, you know, Grimace did Deflate Gate. Yeah, he did. And, and then Judas was actually the reincarnated coach for the Eagles. Yeah. Andy Reid. Then they later started a band. Yes, called the Eagles. Called Jesus Christ Priest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's where you <laughs> No, I don't know. That's where my brain went just now. It wasn't pre-planned, certainly. Dude, I love the Eagles country album. Pierce, talk about it. What do you think? hate the Eagles. Yes, just like the Big Lebowski. That's me. He's the dude. I'm, I'm, I'm easily influenced by media. I'm easily influenced because I like to eat the paint off artist easels. Yumby. Thanks for the compensation. Does my audio <laughs> sound fine or does it sound low? Oh, it's good. Okay. No, it doesn't sound bad. It's my money and I want it now. JG Wentworth. Eight seven seven cash now, cash now. Guys, that's our new sponsor, JG Wentworth. Brought to you by JG Wentworth. The Grimms have Did you blow all of your money at the <laughs> casino after your wife divorced you? Now she's suing you because she wanted half of your yearly income for child support. But you got no money because you're addicted to craps tables and <laughs> drinking Jägermeister on the reservation. <laughs> Call J.G. Wentworth. J.G. Wentworth. Have you been They'll con- front you enough money so you can buy that handgun and it all. <laughs> Have you been wondering how to get out of your gambling debts and you've decided the only way is to slip on a lobster on the <laughs> casino floor? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my shoulder. J.G. <laughs> Wentworth, we'll get you your money now so your wife doesn't have to deal with you tomorrow. <laughs> I just want to leave her fucking something. Call now. <laughs> Anything helps. Brandon's so into baseball. I want to have him get a new baseball bat. All right. Ba-ba-ba. da I got some Grimby intros. Piers, you want to hear them? Yeah, Yay. it's the beginning of uh, Words for Friends. Words with Friends. Well, this episode's brought to you by Words with Friends. <coughs> What's the word? Damnation. Use, use code damnation to get 15% off the Grimace Half Hour Power Hour. Uh, well, who am I sitting here with today on this special Christmas episode? I'm sitting here with... Who am I even sitting here with? I'm sitting here with the 12 Days of Pissmas. Wow. Thanks, uh, thanks Aunt Shauna. It's, uh, it's another jar of piss. Uh, that'll, that'll go nicely with the other 11 jars of piss. I'm sitting here with the Holy Blade Trinity. The Wesley Snipes, the Ryan Reynolds, and the Patton Oswald. 
In the name of a 26% Rotten Tomato score, we pray. Amen. I'm sitting here with Krampus the Christmas Dirt Devil. Help, Krampus is vacuuming all my carpets with a superior clean compared to other market competitors. <laughs> Who am I sitting here with? I'm sitting here with, on the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six turtle gloves. Richard, what did I tell you last year? If you gave me one more fucking pair of turtle skin gloves, I'm leaving you. <laughs> this small business has ruined our retirement fund. <laughs> Cut to Richard, and he's drinking eggnog right out of the fucking ladle. And he's like, turtle hand. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it could have been better. We got there at the end. Happy intro day, and Merry Christmas. It's Grimace's 25th birthday. What about you? I didn't do any for me. I gave them all to you, man. I'm selfless. Um, <clears throat> um, who, who, am I, who am I sitting here with? <gasps> he's uh, doing it. I'm I'm sitting here with a, a holiday themed dirty Kleenex. <laughs> um, a chew. Oh, that's gross. The blood of Christ is on your hands. <laughs> Casey Rowland. <laughs> Casey Jack Rowland. How are you? <laughs> that's good. Yeah, there should be more Christmas gifts that have to do with the crucifixion of Christ. Yeah, there really should. Yeah. I think they're related. Blood capsules. I think yeah. it's the same thing, pretty much. Isn't when he was born but died? He was born and died on the same day. Yeah, it's because for Jesus Christ, much like Dr. Manhattan, mm -hmm. uh, time is relative and time is not linear and he is all in one and uh, one for all and go Braves. Go Braves, that's what we're saying. Chop, chop, chop. We want a Nick Markakis to have a big year this year. <laughs> This year in 2020, will we get rid of our racial epithets <laughs> for our baseball team? It's 2020 and we're still doing this. The Atlanta Braves. Yeah. We're going to give it a couple more years. <laughs> <laughs> now with Chop House Grill in stadium. Uh, that's fun. Yeah, that'd be good. I wouldn't fucking. That's crazy, man. What would you think we'd get each other for the 12 days of Grimace? On the 12th day of Grim... Oh, wait. Hold on. No, it starts like, On the first day yes. of Christmas, My Grimace gave to me One case of anal herpes. <laughs> oh, God, it hurts so bad. But I want to itch it. Should we do it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's okay. do it 12 let's, days let's of Grimace. You want to switch off? You sing one, then I sing one? Absolutely. Now, is, should I do the second one, or you want to start over? I'll do the second we'll do one. second. Okay. On the second day of Christmas, my grimace gave to me a burnt-out Toyota 4Runner burning in an alleyway for scrap metal. <laughs> so should we... Do we... <laughs> do we talk no, about it? No, we're not gonna... <laughs> we definitely shouldn't repeat all of them like the song does. No. Because then you're like, on the first... We'll just build up. No, we'll just build up. Yeah. It's Third just, day, fourth day. Just fucking day. edging this song. You know uh, what I'm saying? You know what edging is? Yeah. On it's the like third soaking. day of Christmas, <laughs> my grimace gave to me three times I almost came from edging. <laughs> it's when you bring yourself to the brink of orgasm, but then you stop. <laughs> Did he Gross. help? He helped you with yeah, that? Yeah, he helped me. He taught you or he like was teasing you? No, he taught me. That's good. We both know Grimace's giant hands would crush my nether regions to dust. Like yeah. Thanos. You better you better hope you got a medical condition where you have an actual bone in your penis. <laughs> or else that boy's getting squished. Squeeze. No. Grimace is the master of all things deviant. He just taught me some really good methods. Mm -hmm. He bought the URL deviant art. He <laughs> runs that domain. Yeah. Fucking sicko. On the fourth day of Christmas, my grimace gave to me one gypsy in a trunk. <laughs> Wouldn't it be four? It's four gypsies in a trunk. He couldn't find any more. A whole family of gypsies in my trunk. Yep. It's like in a trunk, like an old trunk you'd find in your grandma's attic, like not a car trunk. Oh. He just wheels it to your living room and says, <laughs> Like you did something good, and you're like, okay, gr thanks, Grimace. <laughs> it's August. <laughs> on the <f> <coughs> on the fifth day of Grimace, my Grimace gave to me 
five grams of ketamine. Oh no, I can't feel my hands. <laughs> what are, what are my hands? What, what are hands? On <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it the fifth one? No, six. We're on six. On the sixth day of Christmas, my grandmas gave to me one piece of wreckage proving that he did Malaysian Flight 370. That was good. Yeah, it kind of rhymed. rhymed. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. I had to do a quick Google because I forgot. I was We're never supposed to forget Malaysian Flight 370, but I already forgot. I'm real. Uh, oh, Sorry. Night. I got room for one thing to never forget, and that's 9-11, mama. <laughs> Patriotism. Never forget the first responders. Yeah. To the airline they never found. Yes. <laughs> yeah, to an oil slick they think they might have found in the Dead Sea. <laughs> Appropriately named. Sorry, your bodies belong to the fish now. On the seventh <laughs> day of Christmas, my grandma's gave to me $7 left on a gift card to Adam and Eve. <laughs> We've really raised the standard to where now I feel like they have to rhyme, and it's causing a lot of pressure in my head. Yeah. Does the normal song rhyme? I don't know. I, I don't. It does. Ugh. Does it? I don't even. I can't even fucking remember any of them except dur- Turtle Dove. <laughs> <laughs> except a number of Turtle, turtle Dove. Gloves? Turtle Glove. <laughs> Richard! On the, are we on seven or eight? Eight. I'm so bad with Numbie. On the eighth day of Christmas, my grimace gave to me. One bicycle made out of the bones of a Seventh Day Adventist. <laughs> you keep saying one. <laughs> keep saying one for- every every single. I forgot how the song one. works. <laughs> you go on the Seventh Day of Christmas. One. <laughs> one boot. That's not how. <laughs> that's not how it works. All right, I'll keep it in mind for next. Yeah, time. God damn it. <laughs> On the ninth day of Christmas, my grimace gave to me 9-11, so I remember. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how it works. It works. Yeah. Uh, on that same note, on the tenth day of Christmas, my grimace gave to me 10 invitations to join the jihad this summer for camp. Oh. 9-11 related. Oh, oh no. Grimace works both ways. Did he help the survivors? Yes. How did he help them? By eating them. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Grimby. On <laughs> the tenth day of Christmas, my Grimace gave to me ten rhinoceros horns that he ate. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I think I just did ten. We'll keep it did at you? ten, though. That's right. good. Wait, we do 13 days of Christmas. Fucking unlucky numby, just like Grimace likes. On the 10th day. No. <laughs> Let's just do 110th days. We'll just the... skip to 12. <laughs> no, on the, I don't like this on the 11th day of Christmas, my Grimace gave to me a club made of elephant ivory. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was kind of where I was trying to go, but it was really bad. In fact, all of this is bad. <laughs> I love it. Everybody loves it who's listening. On the twelfth day of Crimbus, my grimace gave to me twelve minutes back in time, so we didn't do this song. <laughs> Thanks, Grimby, for saving the episode. <laughs> He's a time warper. Time ward. Time prison. Grimace was actually the inspiration for John Claude Van Damme's movie, Time Cop. A lot of people don't know that. And Grimace can do the splits. But only with his gooch, not his legs. <laughs> his taint spreads splits. It, sp- <laughs> spreads his taint apart. It can smile like a human mouth. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah, it looks like a Cheshire cat. <laughs> That's how you know he's happy and he's not going to strike. He has a tongue deep in his perineum. <laughs> he licks people with it. <laughs> oh, look me with his taint. <laughs> Look at me with this downstairs pussy. <laughs> this fucking butt pussy. Yeah. It's good. Did you are you what do you want for Christmas the most, Spears? Besides your two front D's. Oh my god. Um, I would like 
Ah, no, I, he I, fell. I would like um, my sanity back. <laughs> get real. <laughs> Dude, I always get tripped out when I watch trippy movies, man. And Dude, I'm like, so uh, trippy. Have I lost my mind? I can't tell. <laughs> it all just blurring together. Yeah, when I watch Memento, and it's like, fucking. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked the book called Mentos. <laughs> the book Momentos. <laughs> Momentos, Man, I keep eating these faster than I can buy them. <laughs> sure, they don't taste like anything but chalk and a little bit of mint, but I need more mint owls. Mm. And there were white people. We're not making black oh. people voices. <clears throat> okay. Equal rights, guys. <laughs> <laughs> On the 13th day of Christmas, <laughs> my Christmas gave to me racial equality. Thanks, Grimby. Not under Trump, goddammit. Nope. Lock him up. Grimace fucking voted for Newt Gingrich again. <laughs> he did a write-in vote. In every yeah. Because <laughs> Newt Gingrich wanted to make the moon a state in the United States. That's true. Google it. For real? Yeah, I think so. At least no I've heard way. that as a rumor for a long time. I think he did. And Grimace is all on board. That way he can eat all the moon cheese. Yeah. Eat the whole moon. <clears throat> I will well, say it's kind of wild that that we're actually going to do the Space Force. Yeah. That's I never thought I'd weird. see the day. Is it actually happening? Yes. Really? Yeah. I don't I don't I don't even have fucking cable. I watch YouTube news. Which I feel like is the most fucking twenty twenty thing. Do you really? <laughs> I don't have cable, so I, but I read CNN. No one has cable. I don't have cable. <laughs> well, I, Who I, has that's cable? true. I guess I do have a world of knowledge at my no fingertips one, that no I could be using. No one under thirty five uses cable. Yeah, that's well. It is on me. That's on me. Yeah, I'll just watch little. If something's big enough, it'll pop up on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> true <sure>. enough. <laughs> Snowstorm in the Midwest. How would I know that? Fucking so watched YouTube last okay. night. Okay. All right. Maybe I was I was digging digging in your butt pussy too hard. Yeah, maybe you're trying to make my pussy stink a little bit too much. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is getting off the rails. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. We were talking about Christmas break uh, when we were in high school. It was always a detrimental time. Or just, or just Christmas, any Christmas break before. That's yeah, before, before we three or four it. years ago. Yeah. yeah. It was always a fucking bloodbath, especially in high school because you always get all that time off or whatever, like two weeks, which is nice. And you only got so much family, so you start like fucking. And, and here's the thing. When I was in high school, and bro. I, I will say the good thing about high school Christmas break is you lived with your parents, so you saw them all the time. Mm -hmm. So unless you had family. You've got to split like, time. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you had people coming from out of town, there was no reason for you to stay all break. Yeah. Like, you know. No, Except I, for on Christmas, like, but you just you just disappeared for two weeks. Uh -huh. You showed up in the middle on you went Christmas, ghost. and yeah. then that was it. You went up on Christmas, and you fucking slept till one in fucking the afternoon. Yeah, Ugh, dude, that looking was the pale. worst thing. Like my little sister was just so so childish. Like up until like the last year. Like yeah, weirdly acted weirdly younger than she was so like just on christmas or all the time all, all, i mean all the time yeah but like even like when i was like a senior in high school she's like a freshman in in uh in high school it's like dude until i mean fuck even until like last year i don't know maybe she's like She's still one of those people that wants to wake up at 7 a.m. on Christmas. It's like, fucking why? Dude, that's why? actually pretty weird if you do that until you're like 20. I'm like, like why? 19. Why? Why don't you want to sleep in? Like, this is the day. There's no there's kids. No, there's no point. Like, you know, like, I, and it was the worst because I was always so, so hungover. Yeah. And it's like, I probably went to sleep like three hours before, so I'm like still <laughs> drunk. I, I, I mean, there was a Christmas where I was I was straight up wasted opening presents. So like, <laughs> oh, thank you. That is a great gift. <laughs> it's not a flannel. <laughs> Thanks, Mimi. It is so good, and thank you. <laughs> it's a rabbit foot. <laughs> it's like an Xbox. <laughs> it's a rabbit. Yes, I, yes, I asked for Thank you. <laughs> Let's put a bow tie on it. <laughs> Dad, get your bow tie, dude. I, I black, I blacked out on 
any holiday for like five years in a row. Yeah. Just completely blacked out. And I, I, I know I've told the ambient story on here before. I was trying to twist his arm to get him to tell it again. I'm I, just positive I've told it. I Here's something uh, that I could tell very briefly. I won't make it a long story. But I, I never really... You know, I would get fucked up all the time when I was younger. But not so much like on Christmas and stuff. Just because like... I knew if I like even had like a, a whatever if if I looked fucked up at all, my dad was just gonna be like leave, <laughs> and my mom would be like, "You're going to stay with your grandma in South Georgia." Like they'd just kick me out or whatever. So I normally wouldn't do it on holidays, but uh, there was this one Mother's Day where I lived. Uh, <laughs> I know this is completely not Christmas related, and it's uh, it's arguably much worse to do this on Mother's Day than it is on Christmas. I had these neighbors who were really fucking drug addicts, the Brooks family, Daniel Brooks, Chris Brooks, and they sold me a bunch of fucking muscle relaxers and like half a handle of vodka, and it was the night before Mother's Day, and I was like, you know what, tomorrow's Mother's Day, I'm not doing this, I gotta get up, I'm gonna do stuff with my mom, I'm gonna be a good son, I've been so being so bad, I was like 15, like, I gotta make, I got a lot of making up to do, and I wake up, and I just, I remember the, the bottle of vodka's in the drawer, and I'm like... I can have. I mean, I can have a couple of drinks. I mean, it'll make the day <laughs> much better. So, moral of the story: I end up taking all these muscle relaxers and drinking like almost half a handle of vodka, and I'm waste. I black out. But I remember <laughs> the whole family is gathered around the TV to watch some movie. Like we should be spending quality time together. And they got beef chow mein, and I do, I'm just eating this beef chow mein with my hands. Get a thing of beef chow mein, <laughs> like Warren Zevon would have loved. And I'm just smothering my face with beef chow mein. And it's going everywhere. And my mom just starts crying. <laughs> you're like, what are you doing? And then she was like, I was like, what's wrong, mom? And she was like, you're drunk. And, and then I started crying. And then we were both crying. And then it's a sad story. Sad day. Happy mama's day. We both share tears. That's a gift you can't get back. <laughs> it's a good cry with your mummy. Yeah, that's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Crying. Tears. Tears. Of sadness. For breakfast. Not joy. That's that's the only way I'll season my spicy, spicy beef chow mein is with tear. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. Will you cry on this chow mein for me? <laughs> uh, yeah, Anna I know. Rolls. That wasn't related. But yeah, it was always, dude, we always used to go really super fucking hard on Christmas breaks, like to the point where it always got real ugly by the end of it. The last four or five days was just surreal. Everybody's running on fumes. This isn't much of a story, but I just remember we'd always go to like we had like a family friend house. Like we spent like all our like Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter like at their house, and I just I'd always get fucking wasted drunk there, and fucking just I I think it was on, yeah Christmas I just fucking got so drunk I fell down their stairs, <laughs> just hardwood stairs just fucking tumbled down up there. <laughs> My mom's like, okay, now we're going. <laughs> it's time to leave Pierce <laughs> You took a tumbler The thing that was funny though The thing that always helped me out Is my dad was always fucking wasted <laughs> On Christmas Like cause I mean for a while It's like I definitely It's like that was the only form of bonding I ever had with my like father Yeah It was for a few years Like I we would just get We'd get fucking wasted together It was like Ha ha dad and son trouble team Woo <laughs> Get the women off our yeah, backs. Mom and sissy don't like, but we're the boys and we have big fun. We just get fucking <laughs> wasted. And my mom and sister are like really sad. <laughs> They're just trying to read a book and you're we're like just, just like, fucking blaring Steely Dan. Being boys. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hammer drunk, just making a fool of our family. You just keep trying to show your dad dubstep and he's slowly getting more and more into it. <laughs> your house is just filled with womp. And they're trying yeah. to fucking have a glass of wine and read a book. My sister, it's like 9.30. She's like, we're going to bed. Because <laughs> we're going to get up at 7 in the morning to fucking open gifts. <laughs> You're going to like it. <laughs> Boys, bedtime. Now. That's good, though. Do so, you miss those memories? Yeah. You miss drink memories with Poppy. I don't have. You could give yourself a cheat day. You could give yourself two days a month. Uh, you go drink with Poppy. I really wish I could. I had a great, <laughs> I had a great dream the other night that I was doing ketamine. It was oh my a, god! It was the first like dream I've had where I was like using in like a long time, I and ha- it was so great, dude. Did it feel good? No. I feel like I had I don't a similar remember. one. 
But I just remember I was at like a house or a party and like they're like, You want some ketamine? And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> yes I do. Put it in my nose for Poppy. <laughs> Only if you call me David Ortiz, big poppy. <laughs> Taking ketamine bumps and pretending to be a different person. That would be a fun game. You have to draw oh, that would be so fun. I'm trying to think of the parameters of this game. You put a celebrity's name in a hat. And then you do so much like ketamine and acid and mushrooms and shit. Everybody else in the house has to spend the day convincing you that you're that, you're that celebrity. And then or the next day you snap mentally. I, I got I got a better one. <laughs> you all take like a heroic dose of psychedelics <laughs> mixture. Like you no know one like it's kind of like you put them. You put the okay. Here's it. Yep. You have like say you have five people. You have five different psychedelic drugs. You put them in a in a in a Ziploc bag. And then you put the name of a celebrity in with your drugs. Okay. And then everyone picks it, and you got to do all the drugs, and you got to act like that person. That's like charades for twenty four hours. Oh, sweet. So you got like a bunch of people, like you know, like you got like Dennis Leary, on a bunch of like weird celebrity, like yeah, stuff like people wouldn't shit. even know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody else has to try to do the research to see what you're like. Yeah, what, before what is it he kicks is? in. Uh huh. And hopefully you don't have ketamine, because as soon as you do a line, you're just gonna fucking whoop out. <laughs> Wumpa time. <laughs> Whoop. Big time Wappa Chug. Wappa Chug, Wapa baby. Chug. I had this video on YouTube for a long time that I don't know what happened to it. Someday it's going to surface when I run for Congress. But I was chugging a bunch of liquor at the creek or it was a place we used to hang out at. And then I locked myself in a bathroom <laughs> in an ice cream shop. And I was screaming till Screaming <laughs> at the top of his lungs. <laughs> like he was so drunk. <laughs> we had to babysit him for like two hours. Well, dude, it was at least like it was at least ten shots, and I was like, "Dude, 14. ten shots." It was probably like a lot, like you twenty chugged, or something. It was a lot. Chugged two thirds of a full hand yeah, of vodka in, in two pulls. Mm -hmm. Like he did two pulls. Each pull was like seven to ten seconds of just straight liquor. <laughs> of like drinking like a fit, like I needed the liquid. It was fucking disgusting. Yeah, and then fucking. We're, for, I don't know why we did this, but we were at the creek. For some reason, we took you out of the woods into the heart of Vickery Village. <laughs> we got to get him out of the woods, man. He's got to he's got to straighten his act out. And down. you, I don't know why, <laughs> but we let you go to the bathroom in that ice cream place. At that point, you got to hold my peeper and hope, we're, hope for we're the best. We're out there for like 5, 10, 15 minutes. We're like, fuck. We got to go in there. So we go in there. And you are just yelling at the top of your lungs in the bathroom. I got trapped. Just yelling. And then there's these people who are probably our age now, probably like middle 20s, like eating ice cream. They're just laughing and they're like, dude, I think your buddy is like, is your buddy on like a bunch of acid? I think he's freaking out in the bathroom. We just hear you yelling. And we are just begging you to come out of the bathroom. Well, it was pitch black, yeah, man. It wasn't like, my fault. So I don't have the lights on the door socket. I can't find it. I can't find a lock. Something's stuck in here. And Brett is like <laughs> on the verge of crying. He's like, come on, man. Please, please just come out, man. Because he was on like probation or something. So like he. No, there's no way. He was. We were so young. Dude, we, were we were young. Like, no, we were like 15. No, we were younger than that. Oh, were we? Dude, he wouldn't have been on. He wouldn't have been on probation. I'm almost back positive then. he was on probation. For what though? I don't know. There's no way he was on probation back then. Huh. Doesn't matter. But yeah. for the sake he of the was story, yeah. For you to fucking come out of the bathroom, bro. Uh -huh. And then we got you out, and then we'd be in the middle of the village, and you'd just be fucking. You'd just start yelling, <laughs> just screeching. Well, this was probably and, the first known instance of a Casey Street screech. He would just choke you out. Yeah. He would choke you out like once every five minutes. You'd pass out. It happens, like man. 30 seconds and you'd wake up and just start screaming again. <laughs> the funniest thing was how drunk you were. And then your mom came to pick you up. And it was like in a video game where your character, like, you know, you can walk around freely, but then you like do a mission and you like snap and go right towards it. Uh -huh. Like you were so like could barely stand. It's like your mom's car pulled up and then you just zip. <laughs> walked perfectly to your car hit that robot mode car. yeah well she never knew i was drunk she definitely knew. i'm just kidding yeah 
<laughs> that is so that's such a funny uh way of containment is like oh he's too drunk man we got to put him to sleep literally yeah we gotta we gotta make his brain go to sleep because <laughs> his body's not responding well <laughs> we gotta, maybe maybe the body will follow if the brain go night night yeah God. It's good. We used to choke each other out a lot. Brett was really good at it. He had very strong arms. Mm. And now he has a real doe chest. So he has <laughs> a real Jane Doe chest. He's real dumpy. Just kidding, Brett. I know you listen. Um, so you want to you wanna tell your Christmas <coughs> horror story? So, yeah. So from those Christmas breaks, I don't remember. I don't remember too much, but when we were talking about Christmas stuff, this did remind me. Um, it was one of the ones... Whatever we had, we were all drunk for like a really long time, like a week, all together partying, and <coughs> we went to. Uh, we decided, me and a couple friends, we're gonna go to Atlanta to, and I had never really been to Atlanta to party or anything for this rave. On uh, where'd you guys go? Did you go to like the Quad? We went to the Quad. It was the only time I've ever been there. It was like a notorious I think fucking spot. The Quad spot. was like the only place that would let in like minors. Yeah, we were. That's got to be why everyone would go to the Quad. I think we had fake IDs. I'm pretty sure, but I mean, we definitely we had fake 18 IDs. 18, yeah, 18, yeah. So maybe that's. Maybe that's why. I don't know why we didn't just shoot for 21. You might as well. But I swear, dude, I swear the quad had like a kid, like, like a, like kid's, a kid's night. night. <laughs> yeah, like I could I, swear I think it that did. they did, man. I remember people going to it, and I thought they were really cool. Like when I went to the alternative school after I got kicked out, everybody was like, dude, we're going to go to the quad on Friday. And fucking <laughs> my friends got one fucking point of ecstasy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're all going to split a point. Yeah. <laughs> we're all going to split a pill between four ways. Um, so yeah, we were going to go to the quad and we got there and we took some acid and it was like a packed house of just trippy fucking dorks, just trip bots, trip robots, um, whose sole purpose is to be powered by trip and they're all fucked up and we're like tripping super hard and whatever, super fun. This one girl was completely naked. I don't even know how this is even possible, (laughs) but naked and everybody was just cool with it. She just ass naked, head to toe, and she said stilettos, and she was like, not that old. She's probably like nineteen or something, and everybody's like, oh, cool, naked girl or whatever. And and in hindsight, it was cool, and we were all stoked about it. But we got done at like two a.m. and we're tripping pretty good, and we go to my buddy's uh, older brother's house. He was at Georgia Tech at the time. Was he in a fraternity? Did you say it as fraternity? No, we did not stay at his... Dude, I have a picture of this somewhere. I was wearing this really sleazy Wes Jones shirt, like the ones he used to wear our buddy Wes, and it had a... It's like XL. Yes, like. it had a doll... It had a a hundred dollar bill that was a cartoon and his eyes were all red <laughs> and that was oh the shirt God. i was wearing yeah so i fit right in at the fucking oh, trip yeah, club sure. and just look like yeah it looked like i wear like uh fucking etnies or whatever like skater boy um avril lavigne's dream and uh so we get back and he has this blow-up doll and we're all fucking with the blow-up doll not having sex with it but playing oh, with it dude, that would have been, been a better story i should have just i should have just lied uh and we're playing with it and his brother's like a pretty like he would party but he was pretty straight edge and stuff so he's just yeah we got a bottle of vodka if y'all want to have a couple drinks and I hadn't eaten anything. He um, also looks exactly like Hercules. Yes, he is the, a gorgeous from the man. the Disney cartoon, like uh, like facial structure, skin tone. Long curl hair, hair beautiful he man. He looked exactly like fucking Hercules. Head to toe Herc, yeah. Great Herc muscle up, mass. Babe. Hurt to the gills. Throw him in a swimming pool, he fucking flourishes. Great swimmer. Uh, <laughs> and Wasn't he actually a swimmer? Yeah, he was like, a, I think he swam at Georgia Tech. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, great set of gills on him, Gilman, uh, and we're all partying and then, uh, whatever. So I start pulling this bottle of vodka and it hits me really hard just cause I've been only like tripping for like whatever, fucking seven hours, no food. And then this old man comes over who I guess was the older brother's coach for something. I think it was a coach for swimming and he's this old man. He's like 70 and he's like, Happy New Year, boys. And he's gotten some steaks. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and like, it's 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 straight edge older brother, younger brother, and then five kids on acid. And he had just got a plate of steaks. And he's like, how you doing, boys? And 
and he's sitting down with the older brother and they're having like an adult conversation about like an upcoming swim meet and I'm just hammered and tripping dick and like my biggest problem my whole life and also my biggest advantage is that I was always trying to be funny like all the fucking time especially when I was fucked up I could just never ever turn it off so I was like grabbing steaks and like just doing weird shit to this old ass man it's like fucking 3 a.m. too I don't even know why he's there. I'm, like, slapping my face with the fucking... Like, look at me, steak boy, whatever. <laughs> Steakums McGee. And, like, eating the steaks like a fucking homeless man who got steak for the first time. Slapping him, like, yeah. look at me, I'm beating the meat. Yeah. <laughs> Doing, like, Rodney Dangerfield yeah. jokes. Yeah. I don't tell my wife, okay? <laughs> fucking with these steaks and cutting them all up and everybody's kind of mad about it and hey man that's a good cut of meat <laughs> dude that's Fuck a ribeye that's a ribeye <laughs> it's easily a $12 cut oh is it a ribeye because it looks like a hat and I put it on as a hat <laughs> nobody laughs but we were playing beer pong and I just remember just eating shit I fell back and hid my head on a cabinet and I wake up the next morning <laughs> and I had pissed my pants fully and I'm, I'm sleeping on the small couch the blow up dolls on top of me and I have piss pants, oh, to the my whole pants are soaked. It's a lot of built up liquid down to the soles of his fucking shoes. <laughs> yeah. man. Well, when you're on acid too, pissing is not a real priority. So I wasn't really taking TT breaks, and because my brain is operating on a different level, you don't go TT when your brain is fucking in, in Stalingrad, uh, having a mental war. And I'm like, oh, I get pee pee pant and. I take my pants and I have this bright idea. I'm just going to microwave my pants and my underwear. And I did this like four or five times in my life. And every time I did it for the, like new, a new time I would do it. I was like, why am I even doing Wait, this? So it didn't work last pants time. pants in there too? Mm -hmm. Which probably metal has metal. How there not fucking like crack and know. blow up or whatever? It's probably we've just been misled by science to believe that happens. Or you wore sweatpants a lot. Could so. be. Or <laughs> it was just gym shorts or something. Yeah. Uh, so I microwave them. Now they're just hot piss pants, and the whole house smells like piss. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of hot pockets, but hot piss. <laughs> yes, please. So I fucking hot piss pants and whatever. I just wear them, just bite the bullet. And I take home the handle, the rest of the handle, and I get so drunk. And my dad shows up at my friend's house because I haven't answered the phone for six days because we've just been partying. And he shows up, and everybody's like, Casey, your dad's here. And I just start screaming. I'm so drunk. I got blasted on the way back just chugging vodka. And I start trying to hide myself under the couch cushions. And I I stacked like six couch cushions <laughs> up on me to make. Here's There's two alternates to the story. I remember it two different ways. Either I put one on me, which I think is funnier. <laughs> just put one couch cushion on me like, he can't see me. <laughs> if I close my eyes, I'm invisible. And whatever, he finds me, and he's super bad. And that's pretty much the end of the story. But that was a – I remember everybody like, Casey, your dad is here. And I was like, you don't ever let me leave. You can't let him take me. And I, I'm just like, I'm, I'm in the couch. Don't tell him I'm in the couch. Don't tell him I'm in the couch. Like hiding in the couch. And he did. And he found, he found you. Huh? And that's it. And he found me, and he was mad, and I got grounded for the rest of the break. <laughs> but I – All's well that ends well. Hey, cooler heads prevailed, man. With piss, yeah. It definitely taught you a lesson, right? Yep, it sure did, because I only had six more years of alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> so, in uh, in college, the school I went to has had a notoriously... I think our football program was like five years old when I was there, so it was an infant. And we got into like some fucking bullshit bowl game, like, Auto Nation Cure Bowl. Hey man, take it easy on the Auto Nation Cure Bowl, bro. <laughs> Georgia Southern's in that this year. So it was Christmas break, and we had decided, me and like a bunch of friends, we're going to go down to Orlando to go and watch our football team fucking lose. So we all drove down to Orlando, and I got like a hotel room with my girlfriend at the time. And uh, we went to, you know, but we had like a bunch of other friends from college there who had gone and like set up this big tailgate and we were going to go to this tailgate and whatever. <clears throat> and so we, uh, fuck. Oh, yeah. So I had like not been drinking or so my girlfriend thought I had not been drinking since 
This was December. August was the first time I had gone to a detox facility. So she had thought that I had been like sober this whole time. Right? Baby's first detox. And I had definitely been like drinking just behind her back and stuff. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. You're, you're <laughs> Sorry, doll. Which, which you're definitely not. Um, so one of the kids, one of my friends had fucking codeine pills, which are horrible, but... I was like, whatever, like I'll, I'll just take a codeine pill. So like, at least I don't fucking get blasted or whatever. And <laughs> That's the opposite. It was effect. funny. Cause like, it's kind of fucked up. The girlfriend at the time made me go buy her a fucking fifth of vodka so she could get drunk. So it's like, as soon as that happened, I'm like, I'm fucking drinking. That's so on her. Yeah. I took this codeine and we went to the tailgate. And there's a ton of people there and shit, so, like, I could sneak off, and I'm going and, like, finding bottles of <laughs> vodka and just liquor that's been, like, on a table. And I just I just turn my back to her and then <laughs> just take a fucking, like, a huge pull. Brilliant. Because, yeah. you know, I'd just be like, I got to get as much in me as possible. So, <laughs> it's like, I started drinking, and then I don't know how many, you know, pulls I took, but it's like, I got kind of drunk. And then I black out, completely black out. And I don't remember walking into the game or anything. And then when we are in the game, I kind of start to remember things or like I, I start to be kind of conscious and we're sitting in this, in the stands and shit. And I'm like, I'm going to go sneak away and get a beer. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to go get a beer. Somehow no one knew I was drunk. Cause that yeah. was a weird thing. Like I could be completely blacked out and it, it's like if I wasn't at like a certain level, like you wouldn't be able to tell. And it was probably because they were drunk too. So like they, I wasn't like acting, you know, like I wasn't trying to party like that or so they wouldn't know. So I go to get a beer and I'm getting the beer and I'm drinking the beer and my girlfriend shows up and caught, catches me red. Oh no. It's like, Oh, what the fuck? Like, Freaks out on me. I right? love this story. This is freaks, the funniest thing to me. Freaks out on me and runs off into the stadium. <laughs> runs off. Disappears. Won't answer her phone. And I don't know why. Why in the world I would ever, ever do this. <laughs> I decided <clears throat> that I was going to call her parents. Oh, God. I was going to call her parents. <laughs> acting all worried and shit. So I call her parents and I'm like, She's super drunk and she's not listening and she ran away and oh, I no. need you to help me like find her and whatever. And I'm fucking hammered. And you're in Orlando. And I'm in Orlando. <laughs> so I call them and yeah, it, they're just like, uh, what? Like I'm obviously, they're like completely like, they mm -hmm. like don't drink. So I'm, I'm fucking hammered. So they're like, uh, okay. And I just fucking hang up. And I don't really remember a ton after that, but yeah, they're just like, um, all right. So that was just making a fucking mockery of myself. And <laughs> I guess I eventually found her and we left and we went back to our hotel room <laughs> and as some sort of like apology, when we get back to the hotel room, I just start ordering fucking room service, like oh, tons God. of room service. Like, getting her like champagne oh, and no. there was like our room had like a complimentary or it wasn't complimentary. It was a bottle of wine just in the room. I cracked open this bottle. <laughs> no, of I'm sure wine. it was like 60 bucks. Yeah. I drank the whole bottle of red wine and I just start ordering fucking room service, like fucking steaks and shrimp and fucking like <laughs> fucking champagne and all this bullshit. And she's not having it. She didn't give a shit that I ordered all that stuff. And I ate all this fucking room service. And the funniest thing was the next day she really wanted to go to fucking Disney world. Oh, so God. I wake up and I'm so, so hungover. <laughs> like red wine really fucks with my system for some reason. It's hotel wine, baby. So I am so hungover and we stop at McDonald's on the way to Disneyland and oh, I get God. a McRib for some reason for breakfast. Yeah. And you I bastard. eat this McRib and my stomach goes so South. So we're in fucking Disney world. And I'm like deathly hungover. And we're just waiting in line and it's fucking hot. And I'm having to go puke and shit 
every every like 15 minutes at Disney World. <laughs> so there is like there's some child out there who just saw this trash person of a human just fucking throwing up in a fucking stall in Disney World just <laughs> just like kids with their families and shit and it was a fucking nightmare. It was so awful. <laughs> And her parents were not happy. Her parents were there? No, when we got back. yeah. Because she lived in, like, she lived south of Atlanta, so I dropped her off at her parents' house on the way back up from Orlando. And, uh, yeah, that wasn't fun. Did they talk to you? Oh, yeah. What did they say? Uh, You gotta get help? uh, Yeah. Oh, no. You need help. And her dad was like, I'm disappointed in you and shit. (laughs) I'm like, I'm so sorry. Big laughs. Hilarious. Hysterical. Two uh, very funny stories about the beginning of a very turbulent era. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of the end. Yeah. That and is then so funny. Pretty much, I went back because she lived on campus. So during break, they, uh, you know, you can't <laughs> stay on campus. You have to go home. So she was staying at her parents' house uh, in like s- South Georgia or Middle Georgia. And I had, a, you know, I lived in my own house with some friends. So I drop her off and I just hit the liquor store on the way back home, dude. And I just fucking got blasted drunk for like three weeks straight and then went to rehab. So now is, is that, is that the time before you got sober for, for good? No, there was one more. Yeah. Uh, Or one or two more. How old were you? Like 21? I finally got sober. Well, when this was happening, like 21? Yeah, I was 21. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I was 21. Then I went to rehab, and then I was clean for like 10 months, and then I relapsed. (laughs) And I was clean for like two months, and then I relapsed, (laughs) and I was clean for like three months, and then I relapsed, and I was clean for like a month, and then I had my last hoorah. Were you trying to throw the brick through your car one now? Yep. (laughs) I was on the phone. I was a part of that, guys. (laughs) You know what's actually really funny? In one of our group texts from college, or like my little group chat with my buddies from college, they uh, one of my friends was with that family that owns the liquor store, was with the two brothers, and they were telling that story from their perspective of me just being wasted in the parking lot, throwing a brick at my car, trying to break the window in fucking broad daylight. Which is super funny. I really, I oh, really, so I would really, really, really like to hear their side of that story. Yeah, you know? like I would love to have them on the podcast. That. Like, that would be beautiful. I would love to hear that. That is so funny. I wonder what they had to do with all those bricks. Because <laughs> I knocked over like a thousand bricks. Really? Yeah. What was there a big pile of bricks outside? You know how like construction sites oh, get yeah. those big like fucking like four by four. Uh-huh fucking pallets of bricks Uh-oh. and they're, they're tied together by like big ass zip ties so when i was trying to get a brick out of it they were all held together so tight i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't pull out an individual brick and i don't know how but i pushed over the entire pallet of bricks so superhuman I mean, strength have, yeah it must have at least at least been 500 bricks and i knocked over the whole pallet and it just fucking just all across the parking lot. Now, did you lock your keys in your car? Yeah, I locked my keys in my car. That only happens at the fucking most inopportune times. So, yeah, my first thought after that was, um, I guess I'll break my window. (laughs) The way the road. Get out Scott clean, baby. That, what you were saying made me think of this one time that my grandma, as a Christmas present, got us all tickets to Cirque du Soleil. And, uh... My mom took, my mom, it was supposed to be a big family thing. All my mom's family's there. Everybody's all dressed up nice to go to Cirque du Soleil as if this is like a nice fucking idiot. Kind of. I mean, Cirque du Soleil Yeah, but it's a fucking like, bunch of weirdos like doing high flips. a circus. <laughs> yeah. It's just people with fucking blue body doing blue rolls. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's just the circus, but everyone has their teeth. Well, here's what Cirque du Soleil is for you guys that don't know. This one's called Cavalia and horses are involved. So three horses stand on one side. And three Italian men with chains stand on the other side. And there's one guy who's painted completely blue, and they call him Roly Poly John. And he rolls around in the middle, and the guys with the chain whip him and try to get him to get stomped by a horse. And the first horse to stomp him gets to be the king for a day. So <laughs> this is what they do. Don't ask me. Cirque du, uh, Cirque du Soleil, more like Cirque du Silly. Okay, sounds a little <laughs> dumb. All right, so 
She takes us there, and I couldn't get good drugs. I'll keep this brief. But I, I was in military school at the time, so I got some kid to sell me all his ADD pills, but they weren't Adderall. I think they were like Wellbutrin, which just doesn't even get you high or something. Wellbutrin's like an anti-fucking I know. And Yeah, I know. I think it definitely wasn't speed. I'll say that because I took about 20 of these things because I kept not working. <laughs> so I took a bunch of, and I took a bunch of tramadol. <laughs> just the worst combination ever. And we get in there. And I start walking and I start like blacking out and I fall down at Cirque du Soleil and I hit my head on a stair and the whole place is staring at me because it's like, in the, it's like right as the show's about to start, it's just dead silent. I just drill my head on a stair. In the, st- in the, fucking, in the stands? Yeah. And I fucking, I, I keep sneaking off because I think it was, I was probably just close to death. I probably wasn't even high, but I was like, I got to get fucking some drinks in me. So I went and I would start like, I would go through like trash cans and find like half empty beers and stuff. Oh. I was like homeless manning it. And then I got so sick for like 24 hours. That's like, such a degenerate yeah. thing to do. <laughs> I did it like, many times. Like of all like that's things, disgusting. Like, taking a bunch of antidepressants and tramadol, <laughs> that's like how you die. Well, this wasn't you know, even, like, this was before, I never used to Google drugs I took. No. Yeah. I, mean, I was I like did, 14. I get what you're saying. Well, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even know how the internet worked really when I was 14. I didn't know you could even Google stuff like that. I had my fucking doctorate in drugs before I even started taking them. Pierce had good party tricks where he knew all the chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. It's, it was such a weird thing. Like, yeah, you were I, really I was, good at it. I was it. obsessed with drugs before I started using them. Yeah. I just thought it was the, I thought it was just the most like interesting thing. You would research you it, like, could, all day. You could take these chemicals, and they would make you feel a certain way, and it would be all these, like, crazy stories. I mean, I would just read. I would listen to fucking SoundCloud and just listen to fucking techno music and just read Arrowhead fucking stories, like, Dude, you did it, like, night. even when we were all hanging out, even when some of us were partying or we were at the creek, you would just be like, do you guys realize the whatever, like... <laughs> the effect that DXM has on the flyboloids or whatever. <laughs> on the screebinoids. <laughs> on the flibby boys. All right, do you want to do a grimace around the horn real quick and then we can get out here? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we have one written down. What was it? Grimace and Krampus, right? You want to get uh, to it? Yeah, I think it was Grimace and Krampus at the birth of Christ. Okay. Well, it could be that or it could be the office party. Which one do you oh. think is better? Well, let's do uh, birth of Christ. Okay. Up to you, though. You want to do office party? It's both got I'll, good potential. Let's do, do office birth. party. Are you sure? Should, yeah, here, let's, let's do that. Let's flip okay, the flip a coaster. Coin. Okay, uh, flip it good. Which uh, which sides? Eavesdrop is office party. Uh, the other one's birth of Christ. Okay, all right. Office, office party, party it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Casey, you want to set the scene? You want me to set the scene? Uh, you set the scene. All you right. got it this time. <clears throat> The year is 30 before Christ. <laughs> the first office party. <laughs> Grimace. <clears throat> Grimace was wandering around in Siberia. In Russia. And I'll, I'll cut to the chase here. He meets, he meets Krampus in a cave up in Siberia, right? So Grimace... Introduces himself to Krampus. He goes, So it says, Hey, big boy, how you doing? <laughs> and Krampus says, I've been in this cold cave for millennia. And Grimace, Grimace <laughs> says, Which means, Well, big poppy, let's go someplace warm. So they head south, baby. Head south for the summer. They find themselves in ancient Mesopotamia, <laughs> wandering through the deserts of Syria. Krampus is like, this is more my style. He likes to get sweaty. Krampus likes to be all sweaty. So, uh, anyways, uh, they run into three wise men, and uh, they eat their souls and bones, and they put on their robes, and uh, <clears throat> they actually end up stepping into a, uh, a quicksand pit, and the quicksand pit is a... Uh, it's a time portal, and that time portal brings them to 1982, Manhattan Financial District. 
fucking J. Edgar, Edgar Hoover Bank. <laughs> and somehow, when they came through the portal, they were both stockbrokers for this company. And they wear very nice suits. $20,000 $20, Brooks Brothers suits to work every day. And Grimace has a full head of hair. Krampus is a supervisor. He's worked his way up. And he walks into Grimace's cubicle and he says, Hey, big boy. You ready for the... You ready for the big party tonight? It's snowing outside. You can see the lights in Times Square. And Grimace says, And he says, Bro, you know I'm ready for this Christmas party. I've got three grams. I've got an eighth of high-grade Colombian yak boy. Krampus says, That's right, big dog. I'm going to go home. I'm going to kiss my kids goodbye. And we're going to ride out into the sunset after this corporate party. Then what? <laughs> All right, a lot of ground to cover. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Grimace says, yeah, let me just, Grimace says, which means let me just fin finish up a couple more documents. I'll meet up with you later. And Krampus says, I'll meet you soon. So we have fun tonight. Kelly will be there. And Grimace starts getting sweaty because he's really nervous around Kelly. <laughs> It's Kelly Clarkson. She's the entertainment for the party. And Grimace gets his documents, and, and then when he sees that Krampus has walked out of sight to go kiss his five children goodnight, Grimace burps up a finger and fucking gets a big scoop of Coke, like a spoonful, and just does a, just does a big snort of Rooney through both nostrils. And he takes everything on his desk and just clears it. Fucking throws it against the window <laughs> seal. And it was so fucking loud. He's on the 20th floor, but everybody on the sidewalk is like, what the fuck was that? And Grimace opens up the window, and he is just screeching at all the people <laughs> down there trying to celebrate New Year's Eve. <laughs> just scaring the fuck out of these people. And they're, they're all horrified. And mothers are like fucking picking up their children and Grimace has like kind of a ceremonial bottle of scotch that he got for five years of uh, anniversary at this company and he cracks that bitch open he fucking slurps it down he throws it at this family and hits the mom in the goddamn thigh just just <laughs> dead legs her <laughs> just Charlie horses her ass she's on the ground screaming and the whole time this scene cuts to Krampus in the taxi and he's playing words with friends and uh, the taxi driver bring him to his house and uh he opens the door, and his whole fucking family's dead. And there's a written on the wall, as in all their blood, it says, Brrr, which means more time to party. And Krampus just gets this big smile on his face. <laughs> he knows that Grimace did that shit. And they show up to the party, and they're both dressed like fucking Halloween costumes, even though it's New Year's Eve. Everybody's staring. And uh, uh, fucking Grimace gets out a big cone that looks like a switchblade. Fucking slicks his hair back. He's got this like Emilio Estevez grease hair and then he takes a comb and he throws it at a waitress and hits her in the fucking eye. She screams. No happened. <clears throat> the scream created quite the uh, quite the ruckus and everyone turns to look at the two patrons who have now entered the party. What Casey failed to mention was that Grimace was wearing Madonna's dress from the self-titled album Madonna from her tur her tour is filled with gems. He looked absolutely stunning. Elegant. Elegant. Krampus is just covered in blood because he <laughs> ate his family's bodies for sustenance because he, he's thinking, if this party's going to go like how I think it's going to go, I'm going to need a little bit of energy for this. <laughs> so they were in the fucking... They were in the, uh, fuck, what am I doing? They were, uh, they walk into the Christmas party and after everyone's looking, they see, wow, Grimace is so stunning. And they just, <laughs> they just both fucking hold hands and just fucking run at light speed and just red rover the whole party down. Just mow down everyone, dude. A few necks snap, a few legs break, people are screaming, but you know. They know these two guys, and these guys work hard, and they play even harder. So they're like, dude, it is fucking on. Grimace and Krampus run up the stairs and just fucking just tip over the whole buffet of food and just start dragging their asses through it like dogs who have worms. <laughs> just screeching at everyone. He grabs a person and throws them off the balcony. 
right onto the fucking <laughs> fountain that's down below that has chocolate and fucking it looks like poo bloodbath everywhere. And the boss comes out and he said, hey, what's all this ruckus? And Grimace just fucking tongue comes out of his mouth at full speed and just goes right into his eyeball and comes out his other eyeball and he fucking licks up his eyes off the ground. And his boss is screaming and he says, that's for not giving us those Christmas bonuses. And then he fucking... Which is a racial slur. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, everyone's starting to get on their toes a little bit. They're like, okay, this is like next level. This is a little, this is a little wild. And uh, then what happens? Fucking sure enough, on the eve of their big concert at Madison Square Garden, Motley Crue walks in because their bus broke down. They were looking to use a phone. They find absolute carnage. Fucking Slash is there. And he's got a big head of hair, and Grimace goes. He he turns to to Krampus and he whispers, which means, "Hey, you think of what I'm thinking? New hat." And he <laughs> fucking rips his scalp off and puts it on his head, and he looks funny as hell. Everybody starts laughing, partly out of fear, but mostly out of fucking. They've all been tormented so much they've snapped mentally. Grimace starts doing this thing where. He goes, and Krampus goes, oh, no. Everybody better, hey, if you don't want to get hurt, you better get out of here. Because what Grimace said was human twister. And he grabs a bunch of people and he mashes them up (laughs) with a big, like, a bread roller that you put over dough and spreads their body out in a 10-foot by 10-foot square and uses all the hors d'oeuvres and all the shrimp and shit he threw on the floor to make little spikes instead of circles. So everybody who plays gets poked in the hand. And then what happened? <laughs> so they uh, they used their recent spreadsheets <laughs> as a uh, as some sort of game board indicator on who goes first. The <laughs> remaining patrons of the party are looking around anxiously, sweat on their brows and upper lip. He flicks the spreadsheet. It's Raul Jones. He's the first to go. They spin the board. It lands on Sheila. <laughs> He terrifyingly walks out on the board game fucking board of dead bodies that are all been <laughs> squished out and rolled. And he says, well, what do I do now? And Grimace says, Berner. And it's, it, that means uh, left arm, Bernice's thigh. And he gets down and he's crying, he's sobbing. He's like, please stop, man. I have, fa- I have a family. I have a family. <laughs> And he gets on his knees and he puts his fucking elbow right on Bernice's stuff. <laughs> Grimace maniacally starts laughing. He just, he thinks this is the goddamn funniest thing in the world. Krampus is fucking just holding Grimace's dick because he's just so excited about all of this. Got a red this rocket. Is, yeah, is, <laughs> this is the best Christmas they could have ever asked for. Janice tries to run for the door. Grimace says, no, this ain't happening. He darts after her and he grabs her by the ankle and just fucking bam-bams her, just picks her up and just fucking smashes her over his shoulders just on the ground, turning her into a fucking pulp. (laughs) Krampus comes over and licks up the remains, getting more sustenance for his body. And just the bag of coke they bought earlier, he just fucking dumps the whole thing up his nose. Grimace looks sharply over at Krampus and says, which means, you fucker, you just bogarted the whole bag. (laughs) Now, you're going to die. Because there was one rule between Grimace and Krampus. Anything else goes, but God damn it, you share drugs. And he just went a little over the top, and he says, this is going to be the duel of the millennia. Showdown. Grimace clears the air and fucking runs up a staircase to take the high ground. He takes a big leap, does a fucking cannonball, sends a shockwave through the whole building, shatters everybody, and they turn to dust. And he goes, which means level the playing board. Krampus gets up on the fucking corner like Spider-Man. He he starts hopping down at Grimace's ass. Grimace does a tuck and roll, fucking sets him on fire. (laughs) Grimace is on fire because Grimace caused so much friction, and there's so much fucking gases and methane and stuff from all the exploding bodies. It's like a fucking, it's like an oven, and and it's full of gas. Krampus blow up, but he's fucking alive. He grows two more arms because of it. Grimace is fucking scared as shit. Krampus starts doing a big dorsal spin. 
like a dolphin starts <laughs> starts communicating with all the local falcons and all the falcons from the <laughs> skies come down. Also, Michael Vick comes too because he's on the Falcons. And then <laughs> Michael Vick has a ton of dogs. And he sends all the fucking dogs after both of them. He doesn't pick sides. <laughs> Grimace goes, a well-needed snack. And fucking unhinges his jaw and just scoops up all the dogs. They're all puppies too. It's not even mean ones. <laughs> he fucking eats their ass. And this part gets Krampus laughing. <laughs> and he goes, you know what? You want to put this aside? And Grimace says, nope. Punches him so hard in the chest he dies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then they get in a He puts his corpse in a big cabinet and fucking levitates it with his mind and delivers all the presents around the world in one night. <laughs> He gave a body part of Krampus to every child. Yeah. Every fucking family woke up with like a thumbnail, just like a tip of a thumb in their fucking fireplace. I'm like, what the fuck is a, that? A tuft of hair in the sink. <laughs> a horn, one of his horns. Yeah. What the hell is this? <laughs> and it was a Merry Krimbus for everybody. And it just has a note that's just hieroglyphs that look like bloody bodies. <laughs> yeah, and that was the first Christmas. In 1986. <laughs> these have gotten, I don't know if you've noticed, these have gotten progressively more violent. I know. Like, way more violent than I've ever intended all these things being. Well, it's, I think the thing is, is like it's a, it's a sense of one-upsmanship. Like, I hear you say something really fucked up, and I'm like, well, I want to say something fucked up, too. <laughs> so to say something fucked. I mean, Grimace has just really evolved to be this cataclysm, this walking monster, man. As he's always been, really. Absolutely. Well. Well. That was Christmas. That was Christmas, Grimace. Merry Christmas. We we are proud of you all, and it's Grimace's birthday, and make sure to leave out a bunch of corkscrews for him. And hair. And hair. Pubic hair. Yes, and all your kids' molars. Make sure to save the molars. That'll buy you six months. Yeah. It's a token of appreciation. If you leave a little bit of your pubic hair and a little bit, maybe a molar or two of your children. Yeah, not much. He'll, he'll put you on a no a no, uh, no die list yeah. for 10 years. It's a no-fly zone. Yeah. But you better start thinking about adopting more kids and get more molars because he will yeah. cannonball your or, house. Or vice versa, you go around the neighborhood and you use a pair of fucking pliers and mm-hmm. pull out your neighbor's kids' molars. Yeah, the Colombian method. Either he doesn't care. It. He doesn't care where you got the molars from. They don't have to be... You know, you're, they don't have to be genetic. You know, it can be any child molar. It's all fuel for they him. They have to be um, not adult teeth, child molars. Helps him with his coven. Mm-hmm. He, he grinds them down. He grinds down. He makes a big paste. He makes a big toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> and he does things with it. Keeps his mouth really shiny because he just has fucking lug nuts for teeth. Yeah, he uses powdered teeth to brush his teeth, giving him super teeth. Yeah. That's why he can eat whatever it wants because his teeth are so strong. He can bite and fucking diamonds if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. But he chooses not to because he knows they have no real worth in the witch realm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. All right, well, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll be gone You're... for a week for yes. Christmas, but uh, we'll do a New Year's episode. Yes. That you will not be looking for. We might be able to get Micah Dickman on here for New Year's. I think he's no going to be Boise. Way. Yeah, we're going to try to have somebody fun to talk to on here, tell some good stories from our youth. Are we finally going to go with my idea and just start bringing random people on here? Yes. In 2020, we are bringing mostly homeless and mostly bus drivers. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just see how good they are at riffing. <laughs> Sick. All right. All right. Bye. Squeed. <laughs>